0: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on
2: Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in Busted Open Nation here to the podcast edition, weekend edition of busted open. I'm Ryan McKinnell. Got my tag team partner, the innovator of violence, Tommy Dreamer in for the world's strongest man, Mark Henry. And you do not want to miss this episode. It's the official, not official celebration day of the one And only John Moxley. John Moxley dominating the week in more than one way. We talk about it inside this edition, and of course, it wouldn't be a Saturday edition of Bust Open if we didn't give you weekly winner for the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. All you gotta do is sit back, relax, and click play. Let's get it going. Bust it open on a Saturday.
3: What a great week for John Moxley. John Moxley, Ryan and I had hosted on Monday and we talked about him returning on GCW. And I was like, you know, I'm kind of surprised that's happening and not happening in AEW. And wouldn't you know it, he shows up on AEW and what an amazing, a passionate and truthful promo. And It really, really, he looks great, and he was open and honest. Now, when you have that open and honesty with your audience and you have your open and honesty with your fan base that loves you, everybody is pulling for you. And I have talked to other wrestlers here that when you talk about the most important thing in your life is sobriety, and every day that's the fight, and that's the biggest fight you're going to be in. And he looks and seems to be in the best shape I've seen him. And that's coming from Wednesday. To tell you a, a story. the One of the hardest parts for me. I, I've suffered a lot of loss. Um, you know, especially in wrestlers in the 90s. My hardest loss was uh, at the time, Louis Piccoli. He was the first death I had to deal with. At I was 26 years old. And I lost someone who was so close to me. And... It was, it shouldn't have happened. And we used to joke about, oh, look, he, he's messed up. And I felt and still feel to this day that I wasn't a good friend because here's somebody that I loved. And yes, I, I understand that I'm 26 years old, and I'm, but I'm a man. And the first time I had to meet his mother, his grandmother, and his sister, who I'm still friends with, was at his funeral and his wake, I was just like, I was devastated because, and I was like, this shouldn't be. And this is why I am that way. And also I was blessed because like I said, you hear a lot of the horror stories. And and I remember yeah. at times like, oh gosh, they're all the wrestlers, they're partying. Um, I'm a young kid in this business. I don't want to be peer pressured into anything. But then I was like, you know what? No one's going to peer pressure me because I don't want that. and. That was, it was a different, different time. And and I said this before, but like, we're all there in his corner. And just like we're in there for everybody's corner. And with social media, if you're having these moments, if you're having these mental health issues of, of, of suicide or, or, Hey man, I'm fighting. You you reach out to somebody. And and that is the best part. And, And I've had it a lot of times on my social media, people have reached out. I will never, ever go to another person's funeral that I wouldn't try to help because you're I'm older, I'm wiser, but it messes up everybody's life. It really does. And or seeing my friend's children that I knew when they were little and then they ask me about, "Can you tell me a story about my father because I don't know them?" And it it hurts because they should be there. And I'm a 50-year-old wrestler still wrestling, but I should be here celebrating with my friends that I've lost and I don't want that for anybody. But like I said, his promo was great because it's a human story and we all battle with issues. Doesn't matter what they are. And when it you're a star, it doesn't matter how much money you have. I always say we all bleed the same, but when everyone is in your corner, it makes you feel like you're the greatest person in the world. And There's no difference between the guy you paid to see wrestle and the fan that paid that money. And that's why the business has changed and the business has changed for the better. So well I'm crying. It's fuck it's friggin' nine forty in the morning. You're crying crying because
2: it's an important subject. There's no crying in and, and and bullshit. That's exactly what we're talking about about the promo on Wednesday. There needs to be more honesty. There yep. needs to be more crying. This alpha, everyone's
3: conversations like this. Across yes,
2: the board. 100%. Uh, there's enough alpha shit in pro wrestling, and I'm not trying to one up you. I'm not trying to. and I've never talked about this. Um, there's no one upping Tommy Dreamer. First of all, let's get that straight. But uh, to put some context to it, uh, 20 years ago, I was addicted to pills. I was addicted to every drug that you could possibly imagine. I was selling drugs. I was not in a good place, right? I was uh, making a lot of bad choices. Find myself here now 15 years later, I guess. uh, I got an epiphany. I started on my path in combat sports and focus and actually uh, becoming an adult, finding sobriety. Um, It wasn't an easy path, but... I wouldn't be here without those trials and tribulations. If John Moxley's speech or if anything helps someone to keep them away from those bad decisions, right? Or if someone had had that conversation with me, it, you don't know how much it might mean to someone. I guess that's all I'm saying. And to your point, Tommy Dreamer. The conversation needs to be had because addiction, alcoholism, drug addiction, it doesn't matter what it is. Far too many people have suffered in silence. And this macho alpha, keep it inside, never share your feelings, whatever you want to call it, right? It's to your point. It's gotten people hurt. And uh, John Moxley? I don't want to. I mean, trend center might be like, you know, too strong of a word. I don't know. It doesn't even matter. You don't even have to define it. Just a very, very important week in the business of pro wrestling. It feels that way to me, Tommy.
3: John Moxley is having his best week ever. Um, you know, it was when we had uh, Renee on, uh, Dave and I, and she was just like, um, guys, I got to go because. John's taking care of the baby, and you know I gotta get in there like ha 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 but <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah you know he he's you know John moxley's a father, John moxley's uh, a brother to many, many professional wrestlers. John moxley is a husband, he's like i said this is this is everybody's story, and yeah, some people could look at it as embarrassment, some people could look at it as. Man, I, I'm I'm too big, or, or you know, you think of all these stars who go into uh, any type of facility, and you know it's hush hush, or the news breaks that they are in these. It used to be the the quiet secret. No, man, you're open and honest, and you know we're even having these conversations during the break, where you you know you I shared my stories, you shared your stories, and it's these conversations need to continue because we need to have more of these conversations for everybody. And, you know, yes, I'm this wrestler. Yes. uh, But what was I before it? I was a, I was a fan and there are some people that will never, or they will be a wrestler or they sometimes what, what you watch wrestling to most of us is escapism. Let's forget about the problems in the world. Let's forget about that. We're in a pandemic still. Let's forget about, Everything I see on social media or the news is just let me just enjoy this art form. You know, I you see it in what wrestling, music, movies. How do I escape from? Let me sit back and enjoy something. And when these real life stories hit, and you you see this guy who is just like, because again, the bottom line, it's sobriety or death. That's it. Yep. There's no in between. There's no, I can have a beer here because that one beer turns to two beers, it turns to shots. But you got to keep on getting up and keep on fighting and enjoying those moments. And that's across the board
1: in life. Hey, everyone, it's Brad the Big Noise Evans from the Fantasy Fast Track. With the fantasy football season upon us, catch me and Brandon Funbuns Funston every week as we sprint through a variety of fantasy football topics, including waivers, trade targets, sleepers, plus, and more. Get that first place medal is what you're after, we've got the information to help you make it happen. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Last night, Tommy, yes, John Moxley kicked off Rampage,
2: but he was also sort of on SmackDown because... Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins went face to face and Seth Rollins referenced, of course, the prior history uh, of the shield. But but listen to this audio. We got chopped up from uh, SmackDown last night. We're going to dive into it. Is there a little bit more that meets the eye? Does it happen often? Neither does Mickey James showing up in the Royal Rumble. It's a weird time right now in professional wrestling. I don't think there's any chance in hell an AEW talent shows up at the Royal Rumble. But then again, it's weird. He said, John Moxley, the internet started going crazy. Talk me off this ledge, Tommy Dreamer. Tell me this dream can't happen.
3: Uh, I don't know what parallel meta universe that we are currently living in. Um, especially with contracts <laughs> and all that stuff. Right. You know, right. ECW, if you think about it, we were like the in your face type of company. We said the things that you weren't allowed to say on television. Their motto was we're politically incorrect and damn proud of it. And we had this open door policy before it was an open door policy. As history unfolds, we see, well, uh, BCW was kind of in the pocket of the WWE the entire time. Um, th- there was all these different things. It's almost like a murder mystery where at the end you just like all these clues were there, and you're like, oh my gosh, how did I not see this? Uh, then it was complete and utter lockdown where it's just one universe. You don't mention the past. You don't mention the history of you know WCW. Right. It's just you're you're part of the WWE universe. Now, you know, I mean, hell, you didn't mention Impact Wrestling, TNA, you, didn't, you mentioned
0: none of that.
3: Very rare did you have little spots and occasions that that would happen. Now, like, it's just, you know, what are we seeing? You know, SmackDown has Jeff Jarrett uh, on the show, which is going to help GCW's event. And yes, I get that they're in Nashville. Uh, Eric Bischoff, who's now made another appearance, and he's going into that, yeah. hanging out with Adam Pierce and, and Sonia Deville. Obviously, if Sonia Deville is going to be wrestling more, she will not be able to perform her duties as much. There's all these different things to, to keep strumming up some business. When you watch uh, Impact Wrestling, there's a historical thing that happened on uh, Impact Wrestling when you watch this week. And it is regarding, like, you know, you said, Mickie James and the Royal Rumble, and not to, you know, leak out any spoilers, but honestly, like, if you ever thought, like, an impact, the world champion would be entering the Royal Rumble, and literally, if Mickie James wins, she'd be, what a story, she'd be main eventing WrestleMania, and we could have title versus title. And when you think about that, ah, that'll never happen. We had title versus title with AEW and Kenny Omega and Rich Swan and the business that yes, that did. did. And then think of this business that because when we talk about beloved figures, Mickey James is a beloved wrestling figure. It's friggin' insane. And when a John Moxley name gets dropped,
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: that doesn't happen. Because that's, but it ha you want it to happen. Because listen to the fans' reaction. Maybe because they are friends, and he meant to say Dean Ambrose, but he said Mox. Yeah. You don't know if it was a slip of the tongue.
2: Yeah.
3: But yeah. no matter what, it was still said, and it got people buzzing and swirling. If John Moxley shows up at the Royal Rumble, <clears throat> oh my God, what and a reaction it's going to get. <laughs>
2: I, 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 Tommy, I was at Double or Nothing uh, when John Moxley debuted. Uh, it was an amazing moment. It was here in Las Vegas. I think most of us remember it. It is one of the... I was also here for the pipe bomb with CM Punk. There are a few moments where you watch something and you're like, oh shit, I'm watching history. Like, you know it. Like, if you are... if You you know what I mean? Like, you, you know it as soon as it happens. You're like, oh, that's that's a big deal. And obviously, nuclear pops, et cetera, et cetera. If John Moxley showed up at this Royal Rumble with the current run that he's on and the backstory, the way the business is, the forbidden, the door, and yada, 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 the releases in WWE, the pop that he would get. Tommy, the building would collapse.
3: <laughs> the uh, Here's the beauty of it if it happened. He doesn't have to do it in the actual Royal Rumble. If he starts coming... Oh, shit. And if he came down to the Shield's old music through the crowd... That place would swarm him. They would probably pick him up and rejoice and body surf him the entire way down. And what it came it out t- to Wild Thing, oh, oh my forget- God.
2: <laughs> forget about but it. But what
3: I'm saying is, yeah, yeah. Oh. And hope. And he's coming to the Rollins, Roman Reigns part of it. I mean, could you imagine if he comes down and just blasts Kevin Owens? Because listen, did we ever get that one fist, 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 everyone reunite to say goodbye? No. It's great to give you hope for that. Just like well, it's great, literally, like Mickey James had always said she wanted to face Charlotte. If Mickey yep. James wins, you could do title versus title, and Charlotte Flair versus Mickey James could main event one night, or Mickey James versus Becky Lynch could main event a night, title versus title.
2: Let's say. Right. Moxley came in and interfered with the Rollins and Reigns match, whatever the case may be. Right. Or if it was the Royal Rumble or ho- however you want to look at it. Right. It was a one off because that's I, I that's if it, first of all, this is not going to happen. I would be my jaw would be on the floor if any of this did happen. But, you know, it's a weird time. We're having some fun with it. Uh, right wouldn't that not be great for both WWE and AEW? I really do feel like it would be monetarily. I'm speaking, uh, Tommy, it would give an element of surprise to WWE that they haven't had, frankly, hardly ever in terms of what we're talking about. And why would it not be good for AEW? I I just feel like it's the perfect opportunity to pull something like this off. If it was ever going to happen.
3: It's, it would be amazing for the fans, yes. It is a win-win situation for both. But then if I'm looking at it from the Tony Khan side, my guy that I pay is going to help spark interest in another company that
2: yeah. is yeah. clearly
3: my competitor. But it's my
2: guy. It's my badass. You got to tune into
3: my show to see him. The best part about it was if he does help his friend, yeah. But then, who's his friend? Is it Roman who's the bad guy, or is it Seth Rollins who's the bad guy? It, listen, it'll be an amazing moment. I hope it happens for Ooh, wrestling fans. I, I if do it too. Doesn't, I do. But too. yes, like literally, I'm I'm watching you, and you're you're rubbing your hands together. It's like you're chomping at the bit because <laughs> of just. But this is what we do. It's fantasy booking. It's a win-win for that for a moment like that. If he came down through that place. We're thinking about literally a building shaking to the rafters. So many different moments like that as we've been blessed as wrestling fans. Could it happen? Absolutely. Will it happen? Man, I hope so, but I don't think so. But it's literally that comic book, what if.
0: Hey, everybody, this is Lindsey Rhodes, and with the NFL playoffs underway, what better time than now to check out my podcast, The NFL Road Show? We're going to break down the biggest games, key players, every angle in between with guests that go past the low hanging fruit and get to what you really need to know. We'll have new episodes every Monday and Thursday, all the way through Super Bowl 56 in my hometown of Los Angeles, so please subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM
1: app, included with most subscriptions.
2: as much as I enjoyed that one hour uh, sort of jaunt through professional wrestling amazingness that was AEW Rampage, I head back to Wednesday. And Tommy, you could have just went with the John Moxley promo and then aired a rerun of Friends for the next hour and a half. I don't <laughs> give a shit. AEW Dynamite was going to be my weekly winner. Never mind CM Punk. You know, kind of blowing up Sean Spears there. And, oh, yeah, a Sting main event. And I'm not even mentioning the rest of the show. Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi Black and Brody King. Serena Deeb, Squash, and Sky Blue. I love Sky, but I love seeing Serena Deeb look that There's just so much to like about Wednesday Night Dynamite. I am going with Wednesday Night again. It ain't my fault Tony Khan's an amazing booker. It ain't my fault the dude's got a ton of talent and uses it correctly. Yell all you want. Wednesday night's my weekly winner, Tommy Dynamite. What say you? It A close, close tie
3: um, between Impact and Dynamite, but I will give it to Dynamite as well just for the simple fact of the celebration of the life of John Moxley. And, Hell yes. went, and putting all your players in these positive roles and the fact that you know we spent the most of the show talking about John Moxley but man Sting and you're not you're talking to somebody who's one of the biggest Sting fans and when I was started wrestling I wanted to be like Sting meets Dusty Rhodes meets the great Muda and I was just like everything Sting because you know, when you asked about is John Moxley one of the hottest baby faces, Sting was one of the hottest baby faces of all time. Par he is none. the heart and soul of WCW. Yes. And you know, also when you talk about not doing things, at one point it was like because Sting was so hot, they literally sat him at home for a year, still getting <laughs> paid or hey, put him up in the it. rafters. Oh, Sting's not here. Get a guy to dress like Sting, because that's how over he is. (laughs) And the fact that he is a 62-year-old man. He's a modern day Terry Funk. And I know what Terry Funk did for me, and what Terry Funk did for the wrestling industry when he was in his 50s and 60s. We're watching that in a man called Sting, and what he's done and does for Darby Allen. I pop so big for Darby Allen social media where him and Sting just got out of their car in traffic, and there was a guy who had an AEW license plate, and they just got out, and it's Sting and Darby Allin in full makeup, came up to the car, the guy's like, oh shit! But like, you could see the guy's having fun, and he's helping the younger wrestler, just like he helped his younger opponents, and you know, uh, the acclaimed in their promo and their rap video with Stang, it's exactly, like i said putting your players in the best position to win and that's why it gives me my weekly winner for down
1: busted open is part of the sirius xm sports podcast network the producer is gabby laspisa the associate producer is andre viola sound design by Nery balon special thanks Sirius XM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen and Sirius XM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa Marissa Rivas
0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see, so no, that's a good thing Uh, (laughs) that's definitely not a problem Uh